Welcome back to Check for Traps. Last time, our beloved characters met with Sidram and was told that the purple stone they found might lead to something. But of what, he's just not sure. So he referenced them to a colleague named Thurwin Stonetoe in Ozo. Roscow used the stone they found on the island and enchanted his shield. They borrowed a wagon and oxen from Sidram and began their journey. Along the way, they met a dwarven vendor that didn't quite seem up to snuff. He is currently trying to sell them an invisibility potion. Let's follow along and further unravel this tale. So here we are with a picture of Roscow sitting upon a camel, not owned by him, with the, the cart in tow behind the camel. An invisible vendor now looking, well, if you could see his face, looking bewildered as to what to do as he is trying to leave, but the group does not want him to as they don't entirely trust him that it is actually invisibility potions that he's trying to sell them for 20 gold that they have already exchanged gold from. He, you just hear a, a dwarven voice. Please, please, just let me on my way. I just want to leave. We would like you to stay in we, I promise that I am a man of great honor and integrity, and I really do have meetings that I need to be attending to, and the longer I'm here, the further away I am from getting to them. So, please? please? You can stay just a little while. I, it's going to... I know there's bottles in this thing. I yeah, can, I uh, can yes. Feel them. Yeah, why don't you trust me? Have I ever, what have I done to cause you to not trust me? Well, being that you couldn't read the label and I can't read the label, we're going to make sure the label states it is invincibility. <laughs> and you try to take a dwarf, a, a dwarf, a meat, a dwarf sword, and try to pawn it off for some invisibility potion. What type of dwarf does that? That seemed like a fair trick. A dwarf who, 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 sir, I am not a warrior. Oh, dwarf. I know you're not a warrior. I, I am but a vendor who is trying, and at this you see like one hand become visible. Oh, see, your hand is already starting to wear off. And you're, Did you oh. just wait just a few minutes? But, we'll make this transaction go on real smooth. Fine. Can you hold the invisibility potion with that visible hand in order to make it become visible? Are you asking him or are you asking the DM? I'm asking the DM. Uh, no. The all-knowing DM. The all-knowing and all-powerful. So much fun. I'm going to ask the guy if he's got any water. But yes, I have water. I have blessed water from the the high priestesses Just in the mountains. Just regular water. Regular water. Oh, well, well, I have. Yes, I have my canteen right here on my hip, and you hear a sloshy noise. Well, take that canteen and go pour some of that water on this these bottles and see if they... Well, that won't make it It'll visible. wash it off. <sighs> you can't wash off it. He takes it, and you just see water pour out of this canister. It looks like almost out of no nothing, just air is <laughs> creating water and it's falling into the thing and it's you can definitely tell there are vials there is a shapes mm -hmm. of vials in there but it doesn't wash anything off well i don't guess it washes off he says okay fine i guess i will sit here and he you just see uh kind of well you hear more like a like he's sitting down on a stone I want to walk up to where like the stone is and kind of like feel around for him to find like his shoulder or his arm okay and then once I feel like I've got his arm, I just want to pinch him really, really hard. Uh, is your goal here to try to break the yes. spell? Okay. Yes. Um, so, invisible. 
ability is only broken when the individual either casts a spell or attacks. So costing him damage does not cause it to break early. Oh, so he has to do the attack. Correct. Well, boo. Boo Boo-hoo. So several minutes goes by and no other parts of him have become visible. All right. So uh, I'm going to say, hey, come here a minute. Why? I want you to smack my hand. Oh, I see what you're doing. Um, Roll me a... No, I'm going to roll a perception for him and see if he's smart enough to figure out what you're trying to do. If not... Probably not. He stands up (laughs) and he walks over and slaps your hand. And the minute he slaps your hand, we'll just say it's an unarmed strike. So you take one damage. Is it? So, yeah, nothing major, but we'll count it as an attack. And suddenly the, the invisibility snaps and he is now standing before you visible all right let's go check the vials and you look at the vials and lying in the container and he you can tell as you're doing this his eyes are snapping back and forth like up to roscow sitting on the the camel watching him ever so intently and over to sassafras and you can tell he's maybe trying to course like how to get away quickly um at this time um i want to use the cantrip okay uh Thumbentology. Okay. Um, um, basically, I can open any unlocked door. All the doors on his carriage or whatever, I want to open it really fast. Or curtains or whatever. Yeah, curtains. Or okay, so you want to sling everything open? Yeah. So th- there's drawers and there's cabinets. Think of a cart that's been <laughs> kind of like cobbled together from random pieces of whatever he could find open it all (laughs) so everything swings open and you know like in the movies when somebody is shoving everything in a closet and you open it up and it comes pouring out that happens is there a flame too a flame um no because it's during the day there there's some lanterns hanging around it but Uh, but there's no flame but there's no flame he has not lit them okay then i want to make my voice boom Okay. And that's also clothing to the can jump too. Okay, yeah. And I just want to like, ah! <laughs> like, you <laughs> Are you know, just trying to scare just, him? Yeah, I'm just trying to scare so him. So his eyes, you can tell he's already jittery and trying to figure out how to get away from here quickly. And as soon as this happens, he just falls to the ground like his legs just give out if of sheer terror. And he collapses down and... Manages to recover himself, but now all of his items and everything, and oh, he does manage to hold his bladder. Uh, so he stands back up, but all his belongings are scattered about on the ground. How about the vials? So the vials, Slick, you walk over to the vials, and there is one that the label has dissolved from pouring water over the top of it, but the other one has a potion of um, fire giant written on it. So, uh, this says fire giant. Oh, yeah. Oh, did I make a mistake? Oh, silly me. That's even better. You know, you know, that would, that would be a loss for me. But since it was an honest mistake on my end, I will let you keep that potion as a testament of good faith. Um, and he just like tries to flash a. So that means smile. I get at least five gold back, right? No, that 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 is a loss on my end. And that is worth at least thirty gold by itself. And he should. I mean, he requested two invisibility potions, so he should be able to get the invisibility potion. And since it's your fault, you should let him keep it. 
Well, I am letting him keep it. And, and I want at least at least five gold back. Meanwhile, he's, I'm going through everything out that has fallen yeah, out, yeah. and I'm not like taking anything. I'm like prancing around, like trying it on, and like dancing, and like so he, like a little kid would like trying on mama's clothes or something. He spins around and seeing you do this, and for just like a momentary, not lapse of reason, but like I'm not stealing. I want right, to make it right. I'm not stealing. Yeah, he he sees you doing this, and you know, like how a little girl would put a pink scarf and a tiara and necklaces and a million rings and everything else. He just sees you doing that, and he opens his mouth like he's fixing to say something about how adorable you look and how great and amazing that is and how you should buy that from him. When he stops realizing that he is in a very dire situation and he might need to retain his focus upon the current situation, so he allows you to continue doing what you're doing. <laughs> and you are, at this point, adorned out to the... Oh, yeah, I've got like 10 necklaces uh, yeah. and like two hats. I- I'm seeing what's going on here, and I'm like, okay... You take the gold, I take these, and Sassafras over there gets anything she wants off your cart. That, 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 no, that is an absolute horrible bargain. I'm already giving you the better end of the deal by giving you that my, potion. I want to pull my crossbow out and he, point it at him. And be, he, snaps his, sure? he snaps his arms like straight up, like his elbows are almost bent inwards because he's trying to shoot him up so straight. And he says, I never, this is, this is absolutely, un- this is highway robbery. Yeah, and at that, he kind of like to... gives a little zinger out of the side of his eye, like, ha, get it, highway robbery. Ah, yeah, ah, that, that's ah. exactly what this is, highway robbery. <laughs> he says, I, I, I can't, so you're telling me that unless I let you have the potions, plus she gets whatever she's wearing, you're going to shoot me. Then fight us like a dwarf. I am not a fighter. I am a vendor. Then you are. I am getting quite tired of that. His hands come down. He puts him on his hip. You do have some choices here. You can give me the five gold back, and we'll call it good. He says, or I'll tell you what. I will drink that potion that you have in your hand, and if I'm wrong, then she can have everything that she wants. Okay. You agree? Not really, but because I want it. I want it now. You want the yeah, potion? I, I want the potion now. Stuff I'm playing on. I'm just playing around with it. And he I, just I he, he extends his hand out for the the potion. I, I tell you what, just get on your camel and get out of here. But now you okay? I've told you you can keep the potions because that was an honest. I'm keeping the potions. And he turns and looks at Sassafras. Do I look pretty? Yeah, <laughs> he again, he, like he gets that salesman. He just can't help it. Anytime he thinks he's going to be able to have an opportunity, he says, "You look absolutely precious, and I think that your friends here should pay for you to have all those beautiful items." Don't uh, you? No, because I keep like all the gold for the group, and we have like twenty gold now. So, oh, that's all you have? Well, yeah. isn't that amazing? It so happens that everything you have on you is actually on sale at this point in time for only. And wait for it, because it's not going to clean you out. Only eighteen gold. Only I want to. Okay. Gold? I want to uh, open my hand. I'm not going to fire it, but spooky flame. <laughs> I want to. I want to listen to your buddy. You better listen to him and get out of here. I will. I will. And he's he's trying really hard because he understands that if he leaves now, he's going to be losing a lot of money because Sassafras has everything of his. 
I will leave once she places or purchases or returns those items that she has placed upon her, and he turns to adorable features. Hey, uh, Sassafras, can you give him his stuff so he can leave? Sure. So you just... So yeah, I just take it off. He, he just says, um, uh, fine, I'll be on my way. And he walks back to his cart and he begins putting everything back up, which is going to take a very, very what long I, time. What if he makes halfway progress? I want to use that can chip again and open it and close it. <laughs> so we'll say he's sitting there working at this for at least 15 minutes. You should just close it all on him. Like, and, close it on his fingers. I wish I could. I can't lock it. I wish I could lock it on them. Well, oh, before we before we forget, so slick, you need to write down your inventory that you have a. I've got it. Fire giant potion. Okay, and then you also have an unidentified oh, no, potion. I wrote two our potions. So he is working on putting all of his things back up, and he reaches the final drawer, and you can tell he's he's sweating from the work and the effort that he's putting into all these items, just trying to get him back. He's non-ceremoniously placing them back in just so he can get back on the road because he already feels very uncomfortable just sitting here with all of you. And he's getting ready, and he slams the drawer closed, and he goes over to his camel and begins to remount. Are you going to do it or no? I'm still on the camel. Oh, you're still sitting yeah, on the camel? Yeah, still, okay, so he walks over. I'm crossing my arms like, you missed something, and I want to do it right there. <laughs> you want to do it again? Yeah. Like, so everything just, poof, explodes out onto the ground. I think you missed something. He just lets out a truly bewildered sigh. I want to get off the camel and be like, excuse me, Mrs. Dwarf. Hey, you're off the... You're off of it? I'm off of it. Okay, so he starts shaking uncontrollably. Like, just anger is swelling up in his face. And he is going to try to punch you, Roscoe. Does a 15 hit you? (laughs) No. No? So he swings at you with full intent to just make contact with the side of your head. And he misses and almost kind of... He doesn't fall, but he stumbles past you, and you can tell he's standing back up, and then he's he's going to try to swing again at you. I want to punch him. You want to try to punch yeah. him? All right, so are the two of you see this happen. You see I'm, I'm going to walk over to the camel and slap the camel on the butt. You slap the camel, and the camel does not move. The camel just sits there. Like, it's been a very well-trained camel. It knows I'm not moving without my master. Like, it's it's okay. sitting where he's, right. where he's at. But you guys, are you, you going to interject with this at all? Or are you just going to let oh, it? Oh, no, I'm going to let it ride out. Okay. I'm, I'm fixing to go back and inspect the wheels on the wagon. On your wagon or his wagon? His wagon. Okay. <laughs> all right, so you're looking at the wheels. Sassafras, you look like you're about to say something. Oh, no, I just, I'm not, I'm just letting them have at it. I mean, I'm little, I'm like, whatever. Yeah, I'm like on the other side of the wagon where they can't see me. Okay. All right. So, uh, Roscoe, you were, you said you're going to punch him back. Yep. Go ahead. Does it 18 hit? Uh, absolutely hits him. And you're punching him? Yes. Okay. So roll me a... We, so unarmed damage technically is supposed to... Actually, we'll do that. It's one plus your strength mod. Okay. So my it will be two damage. Two damage? Okay. All right. So he... you Your fist impacts him. Are you trying him in the face, stomach, gut, um, chest? Face. Face. Okay. So you kind of punch him in the face and... He his head kind of snaps around to the side, and he's not made for this. So he he kind of stumbles a little bit, eyes bugging out, and um, you notice he pulls out a dagger now, 
because he's really angry and he turns and he charges at you, Roscoe. I guess while they're doing that, I'm going to start picking up everything that's like out again and I'm just shoving it in. Like, I don't really want to fight. Like, I'm like, this is Right, stupid. you're just trying to get him on his way. So I'm just picking stuff up and throwing it on top. I'm not like putting it in the drawers. I'm like closing the drawers and just throwing okay. everything. Okay. So he's he's coming at you, totally misses you. He rolled a he rolled a ten. So can I like the the arm that can I grab his arm? Yeah, like kind of a grapple. The, yeah, like like the one that I just want to make him drop the. Okay, yeah, do do an athletics check. Okay, nat twenty. Oh, buddy, you <laughs> tell me what you want done. Basically, I want to. I want to. <laughs> so like, so like, do you know how in the movies, like whenever they grab the hand and they make it like twist down and it drops it, and I want to mm-hmm. hold it above his head. Absolutely. So. You twist his hand. He releases it. You take the dagger and sheath it. You now have a, a dagger um, that you can just write that down. You have a dagger. And his hand at this point is twisted in such a fashion that he is in excruciating pain. You know that if you went any further, you'd probably snap it. And do he knows want, that too. Do you want it, do you want it snapped? And he just goes, oh, please, please. You better please, get please, out please, of here right go, now. Go, I'm trying, you but you won't you, let me. You got to tell you me. You got to get out of here. Out of here. Are you going to get out of here whenever I release you? I tried you? to get out of here. Are and you, you gonna, prevented me. Are you going to get out of here whenever I release you? If you let go of my arm, I will leave as soon as you pack all my stuff back on my car. Are you going to get out of here i'm gonna snap your hand if you don't get out of here right now fine i let go he he runs over and he starts trying to put stuff back in the car i want to chase <laughs> there's not a whole lot left because sassafras has been trying to put stuff up slick you said you were trying to do something to the wheels i want to pull the pin on one side oh my gosh okay so you you pull a pin I don't. You know, pull a pin. I don't know this, by the way. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I, I'm doing this. I'm trying to do this stealthily. Okay. If I need to do a stealth check, I'll do. Um, no, because they were fighting. So you, I'm going to say you, you no problem do this because he was irate and angry. His focus was not on you guys. It was focused solely on Roscoe during during that. So. How hard were you? Were you just trying to shove stuff back up in there, Sassafras, in order yeah. to get? Yeah, things? I was just throwing things up. There. Okay, so away. we'll say he's got most things, or you. Sorry, you have most things put back up, and he sees you coming, Roscoe, and he runs around the backside of the cart and bumps into Slick, and um, stands up, just looking at you real quick. Are you going to do anything, Slick, to try to stop him? Or no? Okay, no, so he he he. Uh, he kind of drops down into almost like a football pose and kind of uh, ducks and bobs and weaves Weaves. around you (laughs) and gets over to the side of the camel and begins scrambling up. Roscoe, if you really wanted to, you could pull him down. Like, you could catch him and try to pull him down. He's leaving. That's what we wanted. Let him leave. He's leaving. Yeah, that's that's what you gather that he's trying to do. That's, yeah. Okay, so he gets up on his camel. He you just hear a "yeah," and he the camel just takes off with him. And um, we're gonna roll to see how long this wheel stays on. If it's if I roll a fifteen or higher, the wheel will stay on out of your line of sight. But if it's anything less, and the less it is, the closer it'll be to where you are. He rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> He makes it maybe five feet, and the wheel just falls off to the side, and the cart 
just topples over and all the doors open again and everything falls out on the middle of the road and <laughs> he goes into a barrel roll off of his camel his camel's fine so <laughs> he's now lying on the side of the road stands up brushes himself off and just lets out a irate yell uh, sir and sir he's, he turns around and flashes you a look of just pure hatred for 10 gold we'll put that tire back on his eyes light up again and he says for eight gold you'll put the tire back on for 15 gold you'll put everything back in that cart put that tire back on write it up and get me out of here Let's do that. Let's get him out. We're going to do that. Yeah, oh. we're going to do that. He stops realizing what he's just said and he goes, I just said 15, didn't I? No, you said 20. Yeah, I used to You 20. said 20. Do you really yeah. say that, Sassafras? Okay, yes. roll me a deception check. Maybe. No, maybe not. <laughs> Four. Oh, yeah, no. He's, I know, I, I, oh. if there is one thing I understand in this world, it's gold. And I know I said 15 gold. Fine, I'll do it for 15. I can't believe I even said 15 gold for you to. Fix the mess that you put me in. Fifteen. Done. And he just sits down with his arms crossed and looks just right at Roscoe and says, I want everybody to help. I can okay, everyone means you, so get down off that ca- camel. He's on the ground. Remember oh. he barreled off or fell off the camel. Alright, meanwhile I'm skipping around putting things back and like but kind of playing with them. Like I'll put it on and look <laughs> at it and go like, no, then I'll put it away. I wanna I wanna like every door I close, I wanna slam it shut. Just angrily. <sighs> okay, and so I want to holler at Ross Cow to help pick up the wagon while I put the wheel on and put the pin back in. Okay, no problem. You you manage to put that back on and and whatnot. And after everything's placed back on, he says, "All right, I am getting out of here, and I hope to never ever Bye. see you again." We'll he, see you he, in Barto. He climbs see up on Bartow. the he climbs up on the camel and chug is it a, a hayan and off he goes. He can, starts going a ways wait, down can, the road. Can I open one door? You can do whatever you want, I'm, Roscoe. I'm, I'm opening one drawer. <laughs> you as open one drawer and, as... and things start to fall out. And you, he hears it. And you notice that as he's moving, he's kicked it into high gear. And he's a ways off at this point. And you just hear him go, ha ha ha, laughs on you. I never gave you the gold. And then as he says that, the drawer bursts open mm-hmm. and falls out onto the ground. And everything starts falling. And he just shuts up and continues down the road. <laughs> Yeah, he never gave you guys the gold. How far down the road is he? Uh, at this the, point, what is the range of thaumaturgy? 30. 30. 30 feet? Oh, he'd actually be further than that. So um, if you open the... We'll say you did that at 30 foot, and he just continues on, leaving it be. And then as he gets it further away, because he probably wouldn't do it until he's probably a good 100, 100 yards or so away. Does he get down off the camel to fix it? No. He just keeps going. So I want to run up to where the stuff's falling out and start picking it up and putting it on. So there, uh, let's see how good of a drawer was. Well, well, the higher the number, the better the merchandise of the drawer. I'm uh, guessing I don't get very good stuff. I, I rolled a three. Aww. So we're Poor talking like press. plates, pans. Um, we'll see if there's anything. Nope, another three. Nope, yeah, there's nothing really of any value don't here guys, other than I, just regular house. I got, I got his dagger, so, you know. We'll catch up to him in Bartow. Yeah, we will. <laughs> so he's he's gone and off. And uh, now I guess we need to fix the wagon up to go to Ozo, where he's headed. Okay. Is our ox, like, better now after all this time he we He needed a couple harassing? more hours, probably. You guys will have to spend a few more hours That's just fine. waiting to let him recuperate. So... 
Uh, we'll say a couple hours goes by. Is there anything else you guys wanted to do? No. Nope. Nah. Okay, so we're going to continue doing that push on yeah. thing. Just try one last leg. Um, do you think like wait? There's a half rest. Is that what you call it? I can't remember. The short, name. Rest? short rest. Short rest. Yeah, there's the, a short rest. You okay, can, okay. If you want to do a short rest. A short rest regain health points. Yeah. yeah. So you can. Yeah, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll do that too. I'll, that way I can regain my wound back. That's yeah. fine. You roll hit point or hit dice. So you take your hit dice. You have the amount of hit dice that are equal to your level. So you're level three. So you you have up to three dice. I got it. Mate. <laughs> One point, I hope you do. Come on, give me a good old two. <laughs> That's all you need. Just a two. Five. A five. All right. All he right. never hit you, though, no, did he? Uh, yeah. Uh, no. No, he, no, he never him. hit you. He no, only he, yeah. he only hit me. Okay, he smacked my hand. Yeah. Oh, oh, I hit him. My bad. Yeah. So, uh, chances of us running into him between where we're at and Ozo. He said that he was going around Ozo down to Bartow. Not that he okay. was going to Ozo. Okay. There's a chance. There's always a chance. Well, good. You might come across him again. You might not. We never got his name, did we? Nope. Nope. No, I wouldn't know what he looks like. Never brought up. Oh, yeah. You definitely know what he looks like. <laughs> and there's not very many dwarfs riding on a camel. Like. Well, yeah, actually, he knows what you uh, look like. He did tell uh, Ross oh, yeah, Cal yeah. his surname. Oh, that's right. He sure did, didn't he? Yes, he did. Tolstad. Yes. Yep. I had to look at it. All right. So, write that down. <laughs> all right um to ozo to ozo so you guys continue on down the road um i i can i can be the one that's driving this time okay not a problem so while you guys are continuing on along the two of you slick and sassfras are in the back kind of snoozing relaxing chilling out whatever and roscoe you're riding when you suddenly hear a lot of hoof hoofs hoofs hoof steps hoof Mark, hef, huh? what would that be called? A lot of hoof stomps. There are many horses approaching. Stampede. <laughs> you hear a stampede. <laughs> uh, and metal ringing, clinking, coming up behind you. As you glance, you see a dust cloud form. And you guesstimate that you see between 10 and 15 heavily armored riders approaching Probably ought to pull over. Yeah, I want to put on over, over my emergency <laughs> flashers, and I want to pull over to the side. The shoulder looks large enough in order to pull safely to the side. All right, so you you kind of pull him over, and the horses pass. And as they do, looking at them, it's definitely almost like a mercenary group. You gather; they're all heavily armored. Everybody, roll me a perception check. Everybody, roll me a perception. Everybody, roll me a perception. I'm just going to start saying everybody all the time. Everybody, roll me a perception check. Unnatural 20. Nice. 12. 18. Okay, okay so uh, Sassfras, Roscoe, you two notice that they are not riding under a banner. Most mercenary groups, military groups, and everything else will hold some sort of banner. They don't have one, but there is a unifying theme in this whole uh, entourage of at least one piece of armor, whether it be a shoulder piece, a helmet, um, a thigh guard, a calf guard, a gauntlet, is colored blue, like a deep navy blue. Um, and all of the arrows and the quivers, the the uh, the fletching is blue. And they ride off past you without even giving you a second thought. I know I don't notice anything. 
Yeah, you just hear I'm, noise, right. and you you just you you look up and you see horsemen. I'm just staying out of the way. Yeah, that you that's the only thing you don't notice. You just don't put that together. But you, that definitely is something that you two find kind of strange. Hmm. Did you see that they had blue armor? I saw them. Yeah. Everybody did. That's odd. Nah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Can Best we keep, RP ever. Can we keep going now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so turn the flashes off. I don't off. like blue. <laughs> I want to put on my um, left blinker. I would have made mine and, pink. And merge on the um, highway. Merge on the highway. <laughs> All right, so you safely merge at the whopping speed of four miles an hour. And yeah. uh, continuing along the path, eventually you start to get to the outskirts of Ozo. The town itself, as you start to arrive, is... So, in the town, or in the in the nation, in the island, the continent of Bartow, there are a lot of cities. Bartow is the capital. And then there are secondary size, secondary cities that are just that cities. It's not a village. It's not a like a little gathering of people. It is a city. It is a well-established, but it is not as large or grand as Bartow, but it is still very nice. So there are shops everywhere. There, the buildings are constructed out of stone. You can tell there's lamp posts that are set up that are lighted, lit every night uh, to illuminate. It's just a well-established city. And I need to know what you guys want to do within this city. What you, time of day is it? Oh, gosh, I wasn't keeping track. We're going to say, because you were able to do it in two days. Math. Yeah, right. Uh, we're going to say this has been two days fully. So it would be probably noon-ish. Maybe no, hey, no. We're gonna say we're gonna say mid afternoon, probably about three or four. As we go through town, uh, I want to ask somebody if they know where this fella is. Okay, so there's a probably the easiest man to like, you make eye contact Stone with somebody. Toe. It's almost like it opens up a, an invitation. Is a baker who's walking through. He's got a a giant pan of just. The most amazing fresh bread. You know how bread comes out of an oven and it's just, oh, it's you know, so good. And he's carrying that pan and he's a big old fat jovial man. And he looks up and, well, hello, strangers. Welcome to Ozo. I'm just standing in the back of the car like waiting. <laughs> well, hello, little one. Would you care for a piece of, and he breaks off a piece of bread and hands it to you. <gasps> oh, thank you. And he says, careful now. It's fresh. <laughs> the best type? Absolutely. Any butter? He didn't offer you one. <laughs> he does well, you not might have. want some butter. I'm trying to get he, you some He butter. does not have any butter with him. Well, do you know where this Mr. Uh, Stone Toe's at? Well, Mr. Stone Toe, yes. Uh, he is a regular at my shop. In fact, I have not seen him for several weeks, which is slightly strange. Uh, he lives on the outskirts in a little town, or sorry, in a little house that way, if you'll, and he proceeds to name some streets and everything else and gives you directions on, on how to achieve there. If you do find him, tell him to come back by and patronize my, my shop. I, I do miss having our, our conversations. Uh, what was your name so that I can tell him? Mumed. Mumed? M-U-M-E-D. Mumed. Move it. <laughs> uh, was that a fat joke, young no, lady? No, no, no. I just like to move like a cow. <laughs> Bread and milk do go good together. Yes, they do. I should run a special. Oh, I, I hope to see. My store is, is right down here. It's hot or fresh. Come on in anytime. Farewell. And he runs off. Thank you. <laughs> 
I guess to Mr. Stonetoe's place. Alrighty. So passing through um, through the town, you do see the hustle and the bustle of everything going off. You see you see towns or uh, shops, uh, foods, taverns, stores, leather workers, blacksmiths, yada yada yada. And eventually, you come up to a house that is made entirely of stone, and it goes up several floors. But the floors begin to be kind of cockeyed. You know, like weird mage towers type things. How they're yes. just always really janky looking and it's got weird chimney stacks coming off at strange angles and everything else and um there the front door is there but the the strange thing about the front door is it is cracked open i want to knock okay so you knock on the door and you hear from coming inside you just hear ah yeah oh who's there a friend a friend of a friend a friend of a a friend of a friend Yes, that uh, doesn't help me very much, but uh, uh, one second, I will be right, right, right there. Does Syndrome sound uh, familiar to you? D- D- Syndrome, yes, Syndrome, yes. I, b- I believe I remember a chap by the name of Syndrome. Um, and at that, you see uh, a gentleman come to the door wearing a leather apron, and he's got a bunch of pins sticking into his vest, and he's got these goggles on his eyes that... Um, look like he can raise and lower lenses in order to see certain things. You're not sure what entirely. But his hair is unfashioned. He's a dwarf. So his hair is uh, very unfashioned and his his beard is short but frizzled in every which direction. He's got very thick rubber gloves on and he just kind of swings the door open and just says, Now, what did you say about my dear friend's syndrome? Uh, here's a letter from him. Oh, he takes it he and looks at it. Oh, that is his seal. That is his seal. Is everything okay? Ah, uh, he told me not to raid it. I told him I wouldn't. So Excellent. Well, thank you. I will. I will. Uh, he takes we, it and slides it into a pocket. We also have a stone that he said you might be able to help us out with. Oh, you want yes. me to evaluate an item? Yes. Um, I, th- I, I want to step up and like, yes, we um, have a stone and I want to pull it out. Okay, so uh, he says, oh, well, I am kind of busy at the moment. Um, would you mind coming back, uh, perhaps in the in the morning? I'm on the verge of a breakthrough. Uh, Mr. Moomed said that he misses talking to you. Moomed! Yes, well, I, <laughs> oh, uh, he probably has been. I have not been out and about in the city for quite some time. Uh, it's just so close to figuring this all out. So... Um, would you mind if you, if you don't mind, come back in the morning? I'm losing my train of thought right now. And the yes, longer yes. I speak, the more I'm going to forget. Do you have a place that we could shack up? Uh, do you, yeah, I'm sure if you ask somebody around here, uh, they'll, they'll find something for you. I'll see you in the morning. And he slams the door. I guess we're on our own, guys. Um, is there like a inn or tavern? When, when you were walking up, you saw a definite, there was an inn down there. Is it also a tavern? It is. The, the uh No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. The, the inn is not. Um, is a tavern close by? Oh, of course. There's always a tavern close by. Always a tavern close by. First of all, I guess we'll go get our rooms and then we'll walk over to the tavern. Okay. So uh, you walk up to the inn and you see a, a sign dangling from the... It's a. It's got... The wood is cut out to look like a goose feather. And the name on it says Down Comfort. So you can walk on in, and going in, you'll see a halfling who is wearing all white clothes, except on her gloves. She has orange gloves, and her feet, her socks are orange. <laughs> and she just says, oh, welcome to Town Comfort. Hello, Mother Goose. Hello, dearie. 
This is a very quackity place you got here. It is quite the quackity place. I'm glad you recognize it. Ah. And my beds are the softest down that you will ever find in the entire town of all around. I bet it's a wacky time. <laughs> that I can guarantee. Are there I, cupboards in each room? And a mother. I don't want a mother. I already got well, one of them. Well, we have mother uh, free rooms too, if you'd like. Well, we are here to um, purchase a night. Well, I'm running, actually, a three-night special. Sure. For only seven gold apiece. Do we each get our own room? Absolutely. That would be three nights for seven gold. Or if you'd like, I can do one night for four gold. Apiece? That is correct. You are a very astute young man. How, um... Do, is there any stables around here? Um, are you asking her? Mm-hmm. She said, well, we actually have a stable that is part of it, and it is complimentary. The valet out front would be able to take care of any equestrian vehicles. Well, we have an oxen. Oh, ox. I do love me an ox. I don't see very many of them. Where did you come about an ox? We're special. I see that. So is it going to be three nights or one night? She gets her ledger one out. One night. And um, she... she Oh, go ahead. How long does this uh, three-night special uh, end? Three three nights. I know, but... Let's when just does, do the, when we'll do does, the three nights. When does the deal end? Oh, the special? Yes. Oh, one month. At the end of this month. So she kind of runs some figures. I, I could go for um, uh, 12 days. 12 more days. So let's say we pay for one night today, but then we need to stay tomorrow. Can we just pay the seven for oh, like, no. the whole Oh, no. That would not days? be good business. I know, but we're really nice. Yeah, you are, but I and am a business. And we got all your quacky jokes. Roll me a persuasion. <laughs> Beat a, we'll make it at 11. Okay, well, I got a 19 plus oh, whatever. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, fine. For if, if you do end up staying an extra night, if you do stay three nights, then I will run the special. But I will require that you pay the gold up front per night until we reach that point and then i will return the gold if you end up staying for the third night for okay. the difference okay so i want to give her 12 gold for two nights did i not I say it was, was four for i did say it was four <laughs> i can't do that. i forgot yes four yes, times four three gold. is well you must have been homeschooled or something <laughs> she's so mean uh all right. Uh, <laughs> well, folks, we're slowly running out of gold here, so we need to be a little careful. Yeah, I was wondering, how much gold exactly do you all have? We currently have uh, 42. Oh, well, you actually have more than I thought you did. I guess you got some from the from the ogres, and you actually got we some items you could sell. We didn't start with any gold. We started with zero. Oh, that's right, because you, just you, you had nothing on you pretty much, yeah, when you started. So we're doing pretty good. Yeah, that's not too shabby. Would have done better if the guy would have given us the gold from the... Oh, yeah. I wanted to pick up... Oh, yeah. It was just pots and pans. Never mind. Yeah. Well, but if you remember, uh, did, was there not some items that you got from the gob or the ogres? Yeah, we can sell them. Yeah, I've got them, too. So, okay. All right. So, yeah. So, she uh, she shows you your rooms, give you your, your keys and everything. You're free to come and go as you want. They, they are your rooms for is, the evening. Is there, like, a pawn shop? Uh, there is a general store. Would probably be the closest thing to a pawn shop. I want to sell my dagger. The dagger that I got from him. Okay. Um... So that's what you want to do? You want to go down to the general store? Yeah. Okay, not a problem. What about the rest of you? Yeah, I'll go to the general store. I'll go to the general store. We got some necklaces we need to sell. Okay, so everybody's going up to the general store. So uh, she tells you where it's at and everything, and uh, you guys go ahead and walk on out to the the uh, 
general store. The general store, and you just walk in, and there's a sign hanging over that says assault and battery. Or, I'm sorry, assault and a battery. Um, I want to go. Is there a... I think we're all three going in. Well, yeah, but I want to know, is there a person walking around that work Your loss of words has now <laughs> trickled down to me. <laughs> Um, yes, the, so there is a human who is walking around, and he, nothing out of the ordinary about him. He looks rather mel- melancholy, just walking around stocking shelves. There's other customers walking around, but you can tell he works there. He's got the, the kind of slicked back hair, vest, um, clean pressed clothes, name badge on his uh, shirt, just reads Corbin. Okay, I just want to like go up to him and be like, hi! Well, hello there, Mrs. Gnome. So, I was having, I found some stuff, or actually, I acquired some stuff on my travels. Well, that is a good thing Would to that have. be something that I could sell to you? Depends upon the quality. Oh, and I like want to take out the pots and pans that I picked up. So these we got from a very important traveler we saw along the way. He gave them to us for fixing his cart because he was uh, broken down on the side of the road. And so he told me these are of like the best quality and he only sells it to the rich and the famous in uh, Bartow. And see, I'm almost famous, so I got some of these and I'd really like to sell them to you. Okay. Because I don't know what to do with that. Roll me a performance <laughs> check. I'm not going to deny you as much as my heart wants to. I will leave it to the dice. How can you deny me that? I thought that was a pretty good <laughs> That was a good point. sale. That was a very good sale, but... 15. 15. All right. So he kind of looks at him and he says, okay, well, they don't look particularly great. It's just what but I was told. I will give you two gold. Two? I'm insulted. That is a fair price. He said, he points up to his pots and pans and everything. And he says, I sell them for, for one gold a piece. So two gold per each pot and pan? How many pots and pans did you say you have? You didn't say how many I had. You just, just said pots and pans. Well, how many did you pick up? We'll say you have three. Three, that We'll works. say you have three. Um, and he says, I'll tell you what. I will give you five gold. That's perfect. Thank Excellent. you. And he, he, uh, he says, right this way. Come back. And he takes you back to a little counter. And you set them down. And he reaches in his pocket, pulls out the gold, and hands it to you. And he says, is there anything else that I can help you three with? Yes, sir. Uh See, we're adventurers. Oh, yes, and I can we're see. we're trying to make a name for ourselves. No, what's your name? My name is Slick. Your group's name is Slick. That is an interesting no, name. No, it's not that's... a group name. That's my name. Oh, I, I apologize, Slick. I did not mean to offend you. No offense, no offense. Uh, We got these necklaces. He looks at them. Huh, yes. And once we get famous, they may be worth a lot. I am not a gambling man. I I run an honest business here. I am willing to trade uh, for it items that so are worth pretty. their value. <laughs> that well, are worth their value. Well, see, we killed three ogres to get these. Are those actual ones that you found on the ogres? Yes. Oh, okay. Um. So he says, "Well, I'll tell you what. I can I can take a look at them for you, and I will. Like I said, I can give you a a fair guesstimation of the value, but I will not give you any more or any less." Than, than what they are valued at. Right, tell me what they're valued at then. So he takes it from you and kind of puts in one of those like monocle type looking things, the jewelries, eye, whatever's. He looks at it. We are going to let fate decide the Meanwhile, quality. Meanwhile, five gold. For pots and pans. <laughs> For pots and pans. Well, will you use my dice because I don't like yours. <laughs> hey, look, look. Oh, no, I don't have another set here. Look, I'll roll it on the... Here. 
Okay, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. You get two gold. I rolled a fifteen. Oh, oh that so fifteen gold per. Pretty, pretty decent value. Um, yeah, actually, how many necklaces did you say you had? You didn't really say. You just said there was some. I, well, I need to start putting number <laughs> values to things. We'll say you had two. Well, I, yeah, I'm going to get better about that. I, I thought at least three or four. Come on. I mean, I mean, there was three. Um, you know, there were three ogres. So we have three, <laughs> three necklaces. I don't think the ogres were were exactly all wearing necklaces. Matching necklaces. He, he says, "All right, I'll tell you what." And he says, uh, "I will give you fifty gold for all the jewelry." All right. And you feel like he's that's great. That's being, a great deal. Yeah. He says, excellent, excellent. Anything else that I uh, perhaps can interest you all in? Any, any weaponry? Any... So, um, hi. Mr. Dwarf, hello, I didn't see you down there. My apologies, sir. But he saw me. I just want to look at him with a disgusted <laughs> face. Like, he, he just yeah, holds like, his hands out like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I did not mean my, my mouth gets away from me sometimes. I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> Absolutely. He spins around in a circle. Yes, sir. Now, listen. <laughs> I'm a valued customer. You are absolutely a valued and customer, and we appreciate all customers of shapes customer and service. sizes. And um, I want to sell this dagger. Oh, oh, a dagger. Okay, he takes it and looks at it, and um, we're gonna do the same thing here. We're gonna let Dice decide the value of the dagger. And just to let you know that we are adventurers, and we are famous. <laughs> he takes the dagger and holds it up, and he says, "Are you attached to this dagger?" He holds out one gold. He says, I can offer you one gold right now for a demonstration. I'm talking about the dagger that I got from the guy. From the vendor? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what about it? And he says, because he, he places it down. He says, here, take this as collateral. Okay. And he takes the dagger, and he it's a wooden surface. He takes the dagger, and he goes to stab it. And as he does, the blade just crinkles and bends and just moves out of the way and is now like completely almost like in a U-shaped bend. Basically, it's almost like an aluminum dagger. I mean, you could have got scratched with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> he, so, I, to determine the value of the dagger, I rolled. I rolled a nat one. I really need different dice. Next session, I am getting different dice. I'll take one gold. Okay, so yeah, he he offers that to you. He says that was worth it because it's not very often that I get to see. Uh... I'll take it. <laughs> Thanks for doing business. Absolutely, my good sir. Must have been a blacksmith's first day on the job. <laughs> Must have been. <laughs> well, anything else that I can uh, be of use? No, that's that's good. I'm, right. I'm Are you sure I can't interest you? You, well, I have given you some gold. Perhaps I can for a chance to receive some of the gold back in exchange for my goods. How about a cape? You got a, any capes? Yes, I have a, a quite a wide selection of capes. Do you have a preferable color? A forest green cape with gold border. Absolutely, I think we have that one. That was actually quite popular with our elvish friends um, up north. They will come down here occasionally and purchase them. And he walks to the back and comes back with a white box and opens it up. And sitting inside is a very nice, um, it's not shiny. It's very flat, so it would almost help with a little bit of, you know, it's not going to stand out in the forest. Um, the gold is definitely gold as well, but again, same thing, not glittery or going to stand out in any way. And he just holds it up and tells you that it has a value worth of 18 gold. I'm going to buy it. Okay. I want he says, cake. excellent, excellent. He, he wraps it up and it, it says, anything else, sir? No, that'll, that'll do it. So he hands you your cape. You now have a forest green with gold inlaid or gold trimmed cape. Yes. Sir Dwarf, 
Anything I can perhaps entice you with? Got anything for one gold? For one gold? One gold. Yes. He holds out a uh, a jawbreaker. Like a candy. A big, probably like an inch and a half diameter jawbreaker. I'll take it. Excellent. He holds his hand out for the gold and you, you guys do your exchange. He hands you the jawbreaker. You are now proud owner of a jawbreaker. He says these are made here in the city at our local candy smith. Probably could have got it at the candy smith for 50 cents. That what, No, we actually, I sell it for them as kind of a, uh, it's a beneficial side side job. I yes. split the profits with her and she, well, provides me with certain services. Any butterscotch? Uh, no, I they, they don't make butterscotch. Anything else that you guys would like to do at this shop? No, I guess we're going to go over to the tavern now. All right. Well, that is where we're going to go ahead and call it for the evening. Uh, we will pick up as you guys continue to kind of explore and flesh out this town of Ozo. See if there's any mysteries that abound or adventuring that needs to be done before you discover the relic of the Purple Stone. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. This has been Check for Traps. Bye. 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 Bye.